Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bring On The Reviews podcast, where if you want it, we review it. I'm your host, DC, and the goal of this podcast is to bring you a ton of reviews on things like movies, um, some TV stuff, even some comic book stuff as well. This is the 51st episode of the podcast titled Triple M Round 2. So, there's a whole bunch of things that came out this past week. I'm only going to go over the uh, trailers for it, actually, and just keep it at that. And then go over to March Movie Madness for week two. And then the coming to theaters for last week as well. This is actually a late episode. I'm uploaded probably on Monday. Um, today, actually. <laughs> and get out there. So first thing I have happen on the list is um, Now You See Me number two. There's a second part of the trailer that came out for the sequel to Now You See Me. Which has a ton of folks in this movie. The trailer itself looks very intriguing and very fun. It's one of those things where you would think it would lose some steam in the second trailer, but no, it really has a lot to show. It, it unfortunately it might give away too much of the plot, but the second trailer itself, you watch it and you see exactly what's going on, and it looks kind of crazy. You're, you're not really sure how they're able to top the first one, which was a, a very roller coaster like ride. So this one has it where they're being forced to do a job by this other group that's even more powerful than their group. And it's like, wow, uh, who is this other group here? And th- it had Mark Ruffalo pissing his pants, really. It was really, really crazy. So I'm watching this trailer, and I'm really excited to see part two of this. Hopefully, it's as good as the trailer. You know, sometimes the trailer is, is the best thing about the whole movie. But so far, this trailer looks pretty dang awesome. I, I, I can't say so much, but but great things about it. There's nothing really that makes me worried for this project right now. I just really want to see it. That's, just, that's the main thought that comes up to mind. Um, yeah, that's just the main thought, really is. So, the next trailer I have here is The Wildlife. This one... Unfortunately, thumbs all the way down. Um, this one looks very, very boring. It's an animated movie. Um, it takes place in the wildlife. It's <laughs> wildlife. <laughs> but boom. So it takes place in the wildlife, and there's basically this one guy that's being helped by these other animals, and they talk to each other, but they don't talk to the human being. So it's that kind of movie. But then some kind of adventure happens in the short that's in that one small location it's kind of confusing actually to figure out what exactly is the purpose of this movie it, it just it looks weird the plot points you really can't tell what they're doing so for me this it's one of those movies where you watch it and it's like ah oh, this should have been like a, a straight to dvd kind of thing I, I i'm not sure why they even even let us get in the theaters at all it's it's one of those things where they really should have looked at it at first and be like, mm, maybe we should release it to DVD or send it to Netflix or Amazon Prime, something like that, but not to have like a major release for it. I, I don't see it becoming one of the big top contenders, especially when you have movies like Finding Dory coming out this year. It's, just, it's why you bring out this movie. It's just, you should really thought about it and not bring it out at all. So for me, thumbs down, all the way down for this one. The next trailer I have up here is The Green Room. Um, this is the second trailer that came out. This is starring Patrick Stewart. 
And boy, is he creepy. This is one of those things where he, he definitely plays a bad guy in this role. And when I say bad, he is definitely bad. There's, there's no go around it. There's no anti-hero kind of feel to it or vibe. No, he's strictly a bad man. And it works. Really, it's work. It feels like a mashup between The Purge and any kind of Rob Zombie horror movie. So you bring those two things together and you have a scary ride. I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen at the end. It looks like there's a lot of blood, a lot of killing. I don't think everyone's going to make it out alive. Maybe there might be one survivor, but so far the trailer looks pretty decent. I, I, I can't, I can't be mad or happy about it. So for me, it'll be a three quarters the way up just because it wasn't the best, best, but it wasn't bad so i can't say middle it's like slightly above middle the next trail i have here is high rise so this one is very interesting as well um it has tom hiddleston as the main character and it the vibe for this it feels like a mix between snowpiercer and just dread well the new just dread the one with um not with um sylvester Stallone, the one with um I can't remember the name. Um, Eric Banner? No, not Eric Banner. Um, not the one with Sylvester Sloan. The other one. The recent Dread movie. It feels like that one. So it gives off the same kind of undertones. And the the main plot of the story, it feels more towards Snowpiercer where there's the community on top, which feels like they're on top of the world, of course, and the community at the bottom, which feels like they deserve to be on top. So... You have a lot of crazy things happen, and then not so long afterwards, you find there's a ton of crap that's going down, and a lot of killings happening, a lot of looting's going to happen. It's, it, it does remind you of Stormpiercer really much, and that's a pretty good thing. Um, if you're getting compared to Snowpiercer, then you're not doing a bad job. So, for me... Hopefully, this shows more than just a carbon copy of these two movies mashed together. Hopefully, it has some kind of interesting part about it. If so, then this should do pretty well. For me, that's a, a big thumbs up right there. Good boy, Tom Hiddleston. You're doing great. So, the next trail I have here is Miss Peregrine, Peregrine sorry, um, Home for pe- Peculiar Children. So, this one... It feels like a a new take to the X-Men universe. <laughs> it's definitely nothing like the X-Men universe, but the way how it's described, it's described that she finds kids, and these kids have some kind of special abilities. So the first scene definitely captivates you a little bit, where this girl has the power to use air, I believe. It was kind of loosely told how she's able to do it. So she's able to do some kind of air trick and technique to be underwater and clear out a whole room. I'm guessing it's air. That's what I'm guessing. Because later on in the trailer that she takes off her boots, which looks like her boots are are really heavy. So it really keep her on the floor. So it shows that she was actually floating a little bit when she had the boots off. So I think she has air power. It doesn't really show um, Asa Butterfield's power too much. So I'm guessing they're going to hold that for the movie. But so far, it looks like there's going to be a ton of mutants, quote-unquote, 
I can't see my fingers, but that's what I'm doing the quote um, kind of symbol. I'm like, ah, it, it might be a cool movie to watch. I, I, I'm not, I'm not pissed off, but I'm not excited for it. It looks kind of bland. It feels like Lemony Snicket's um, um, series of fortune events meets X Men. So it, it. It feels like it could be good, but at the same time, it's like, uh, let me not hold my breath too much for it. Um, I, I don't know. I really don't know. Well, since I mentioned that, um, I might as well go into the X-Men Apocalypse. So, that's a, a third trailer for it. I believe it's number three. Uh, number three or four. It's been quite a couple trailers. So, watching that trailer, there are some new scenes in this one, of course. Um, there you have things where... You show more of the fighting sequence, which for me, it felt kind of weird just seeing all the fly through the air and then seeing Psylocke fly through the air as well. And even that looked kind of heavily CGI'd, which I, I don't like that too much. I wish they had a realer look to it, kind of. It's, I, I like my fight scenes to look extremely well done or well choreographed and if i could tell there's too much cgi then you're not doing a great job it feels like with man still where you could tell that's a whole lot of cgi and it's like oh it just pops up your face every two seconds so this how i feel on this um trail as well they showed more of the origins of apocalypse which was a good touch it showed him getting his suit and how it's like a, a Power Rangers kind of form, which I was like, ah, that's cool, I guess. I, I don't mind it. And then they showed off a few more of the introduction to the, the Horsemen, which was the, the four groups of people, um, um, which is Archangel, uh, Psylocke, uh, Magneto, and Storm. So you have all four of those folks, and it's, it's a good concentration on those four individuals, just because they're, they're awesome characters. And for what I've seen in this trailer so far, it looks like it should be a decent movie, to be honest. Um, it, it's definitely one of those things where it's it's been a while since they've hit quite well. And Days of Future Past really hit well for them. So hopefully this one hits even even harder than Days of Future Past. So I'll keep my, my, my head clear for this one. This one I get thumbs middle. Definitely thumbs middle. So going back up to the list, um, there's another one that came out, which was a crazy trailer. Um, the, tra- the trailer is called Sauces Party. That's the movie name of it. Um, there's a whole lot of celebrity voices in there. And this one is definitely not safe for your kids at all. It's really, it felt like a hard R rating of a movie. It, it felt very, very crazy. It, it, it dived into the parts of what does your food think about when you're about to eat them. So it was, it's crazy. When I thought about that, I was like, oh, that makes me actually think about it. It, it felt like Inside Out, but dealing with food only. So it, it's definitely a great thing. The one thing I'm kind of scared about, though, is that it might take itself too seriously. And it, it might... It might fall flat. Because the voice cast they have for it, it's a decent one. But not exactly the best voice casting. Like, the best voice casting I've had so far this whole year was Zootopia and Jason Bateman as the, the Sly Fox. That's probably the best voice casting. So now you have folks that's doing a saucer party 
and the voices sound alright, and hopefully the premise keeps up well. I want to see exactly what the whole move's about. It it gave a little bit of the plot, but at the same time, I wish they had more, but I understand why they don't have more. So for me, that one, I'd probably say thumbs up, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's a pretty solid trailer, it really was. It made me think about it quite a bit. So that's that's a good thing. It really is a good thing. Uh, next trailer I have here is Ben-Hur. Um, first thing I gotta say about Ben-Hur, it feels very cliche. It feels a lot like the movies that's being put out right now, which is more of a, a John Carter slash, um, I'm gonna have a lot of biblical things in here. It it felt like it's been done before. It, it felt like it's been done way too often as of late. Uh, I know folks are like, oh, but everything's been done before. Nothing's original. But nah, this one feels like, it feels like the Diversion series to whatever movie that came out recently. And that's like the Hunger series. Um, so it's, it's one of those things where if they put it out maybe like five years from now, it probably would have better. But since they put it on now, it, just, it feels like, it feels like, I don't need to watch this. <laughs> I'll say, I'll, I, I would say, oh, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't need to make it, but um, no movies need to be made. So that's the primary gist of that. But for this one, it feels like I, I would have been okay with them not putting it out. And I wouldn't have lost any sleep. It's one of those movies where, unfortunately... The, the premise, it seems okay, but it, it feels like it's been done way too much, and it just feels boring. It really does. It feels boring. It feels like they, they're going to go another st- stop at um, God's Egypt, and it feels like too many stories is out right now that they decided, oh, let's make another movie about, you know, this kind of old-timey stuff, and it, it just, it's weird. It's really weird. For me, thumbs down. All the way down for that one. So... Another trailer came out, um, which is Legend of Tarzan 2. So, or actually, Legend of Tar- Tarzan, second trailer. So, the trailer for this one, it felt like, it felt like, huh, what can I say? That's not going to be too harsh on this one. I oh, forget it. It, it. it felt like it's too much CGI, to be honest. Um, it's a lot of CGI. You could tell there's a lot of CGI. Again, back to my point. When CGI is used way too much. There's a whole lot of scenes in this movie where CGI is used and it's like, wow, this looks horrible. <laughs> There's a whole lot of CGI in this movie um, so far in this trailers. Uh, I'm not impressed with it. I I really don't care about the story. It's, it's, the, it's telling the story of Tarzan again, which I believe is another Tarzan movie coming out as well very, very soon, which that one looks better than this one. So, unfortunately, it's one of those things where you have White House down and Olympus has, has fallen, and you put them both down and see which one does better, and it might be the other one. Who knows? It's it's crazy how Hollywood now is trying to push out the same movie from different studios and then find out, oh, I guess they should have used put more back behind that one because it just feels like a waste of money, and... They, they should know this. They should know this by now. It's one of those things where CGI is not always the best route to go. Sometimes you will need something else to help you out a little bit more and just sprinkle a little CGI here and there. But for me, it's one of those things where it, it looks weird. It feels weird. It feels like Tarzan's there with a bunch of folks and 
there's a whole lot of other CGI people there. So it feels like a mashup of, of crap. <laughs> it really does. Poo poo, boo boo. So thumbs down to that one as well. So, um, have two more trailers. That's a lot of trailers that came out last past week. Um, another trailer I have here is Genus, which it it's okay. It, it stars Jude Law. Um, it feels like this trailer they're going for a Oscar nod of sorts. Just because it, it feels like there's a lot of folks in here. Nicole Kidman's in here. You have Colin Firth in here. There's quite a few folks that have either Oscars or nominations. So I feel like this movie is definitely trying to go hard for a nomination. It's it's more in the drama section, so you know this would get a nomination nod, which a lot of it, folks fail to realize that most of the movies that come out are dramatic normally get the Oscar nod. There's really any action movies or comedies or any other genre. If you put a, a drama out there and it's a pretty solid drama, you're, you're six times out of ten going to get nominated for an Oscar. And that's just the, the formula quotation marks again. You can't see me, but you can hear me. Quotation marks of an Oscar-worthy performance kind of thing. So, for me... I'm watching this trailer. I'm not up or down about it. It's it's more of a thumbs middle. Like there's some parts where it's like, oh, you're a very interesting story, and then other parts where it's like, eh, I could, I could do without seeing this as well. This it's one of those things where you can flip a coin and say, heads I watch it, tails I will skip it, and you never know how many times it'll land on heads or tails. So for me. It, it, it falls way in the middle range. It's, they're great characters that's being played out on the screen, but at the same time, the story, it, it feels bland at times, but you could think, all right, with these characters here and with these people that's playing these characters, you, you might see something, something enjoyable coming out of this movie. So it's, you're on the fence. You will be on the fence watching this trailer. I, I was on the fence watching this trailer. I, I, I could be honest, to be honest. Um, Alright, so this is the last trailer I'm going to review today, which is The Shallows. So, The Shallows, there's not much to happen in this trailer. It's basically this girl on top of rock, and her legs all busted up, and this ominous music in the background, and the main thing that pops into my head when I'm watching the trailer and I'm hearing this music is that this might be the new school Jaws or Jaws 2.0 because the shark that pops by and it's like, oh, shark that pops by. And they have words on the screen. I, I can't remember what the words say. It's very, very bland words. It's very cliche words as well. But it feels like it's Jaws 2.0 and all you're missing is Steven Spielberg's name be popped on the front cover of this whole thing. So that's that all in all, if it was a very short trailer, um I give it a thumbs down, to be honest. Um that really didn't shackle all me and it really didn't make me want to know more about this project. It was like, oh, another shark movie. Cool. Did they not learn from Deep Blue Sea? I, I guess not. Even that one has Samuel Jackson and LL Cool J. And those two characters alone would maybe like, oh, I want to go see this movie. This one is like, oh, some random random female on this rock here. Uh, okay. There's no water 
climbing up higher and higher to make it seem kind of dangerous. No, it's me on this rock. I can sit here and wait for someone to come by. And it, it really did give me, it should give me more danger. So I'm like, oh, snap, you have to leave that area. But it's like, yeah, you could stay there for a while, get some water. You could survive in water. You'd probably get skinny, but still yet. Eh, not, not my kind of trailer, to be honest. So that's all I have for thumbs up, thumbs down. Um, next up is March Movie Madness. So last week, about a week and a half ago, um, four movies came out, and I'm putting them against each other. So week one, the winner was Zootopia. So for week two, I have folks like 10 Cloverfield Lane, The Brothers Grimsby, The Young Messiah, and Perfect Match. Well, it was hard to actually pick out this week's um, winner because two of these movies are are not bad movies at all. The other two were quite boring. So The Brothers Grimsby, god-awful movie. Uh, I heard folks that wanted to see it. I steered away from it. But if they really want to see it, I, I said, go ahead, go watch this movie. If you really love Shasta Barry Cohen and love his jokes, then go ahead and watch it. No problem with me. I'm fine. Not my kind of movie. The Young Messiah. That movie was horribly boring. It's one of those things where I barely stayed awake through the whole thing. It, it took every ounce of my power to stay awake and not fall asleep. So it's just one of those things where it wasn't my movie. Not one bit. The perfect match. This one, even though it was cliche, I can say the relationship between the three guys were kind of fun. It, it felt like a, a good bromance of a movie for a good little bit of time. Plus, they brought they brought a couple of jokes where I was like, ah, I didn't mind it too much. It was entertaining all through. Plus, the twist in the middle of the movie made me like, oh. I never saw that coming. Like, I really didn't. Like, I thought something else, but didn't see that twist coming. Okay, hats off to you guys. And everything else is cliche as hell. So it was like, oh, okay, you fall back into the cliche kind of realm. So that's fine with me. But the winner a week two is 10 Cloverfield Lane. This movie was definitely top-tier movie. Um, John Goodman did his thing. You, As I told everybody that watched this movie... You don't know either to root for this guy or think he's very, very creepy. So there's points where he's like, oh, this guy's really smart. And at other points where he's like, but no, he just something that makes him really, really creepy. So he he teeters that line pretty well through the whole movie. And I'll say definitely go watch it. Though the ending is kind of weak, but everything else is solid. At least 95% of that movie is very, very solid. There's only the 5% of the ending, which is like, eh, it kind of copped out. I'm going to say it. It copped out at the end. But for the most part, this movie is top tier. So I congratulate Week 2's winner, which is 10 Cloverfield Lane. So next week, we're going to go, I believe three movies came out this week. And those movies were... Um, the Miracles from Heaven, Diversion Series, and Midnight Special. So that'll be for next week's um, match, matchmaking kind of thing. Um, and then afterwards will be next week, and then I'll have the winners go against each other. And in week six, we'll have the winner of this whole movie madness kind of thing. So next up is Come to Theaters. So as I mentioned, there's three movies coming to theaters this past weekend, which was uh, Miracles from Heaven, 
the Diversion series, um, Allegiant, and Midnight Special. So if I had to pick these three movies and put them in order of movies I want to see, the first movie would be Midnight Special. It looks kind of cool, um, and it feels like a Steven Spielberg 80s type of movie that has a lot of sci-fi in it, which I, I actually like sci-fi movies, so I wouldn't mind that. Then there's a tie between Miracles from Heaven and Divergent series. I haven't watched Insurgent, so Allegiant is something that I'm like, eh, I don't know if I want to. And I'll have to go back and see Insurgent to understand Allegiant anytime soon. So I'm going to have to watch that and come back and see this movie as well. Miracles from Heaven, it feels like it feels like a, a movie that came out last year or the year before that, which I can't remember the movie top of my head, but it's um, Heavens from Hills. It, it feels like a movie that came out the previous year. It feels like it, it's following the same kind of story, so it felt very cliche. So if I had to put it in any kind of order, it'll, it'll probably be Midnight Special first, then Divergent Series Allegiant, because that's the second movie, I guess. And then Miracles from Heaven will probably be last because it looks like it won't be any fun at all. So yeah, um, that's my order of movies. Let me know what you thought about it. Let me I'll give your comments down below and and tell me what order would you put those three movies in. So um, this is actually the end of the episode. Um, you can find us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, Tumblr, YouTube, iTunes at Bring On The Reviews, and you can find us on Twitter at Bring On Reviews. Know that there. You can use the hashtag Bring On Reviews for any comments, personal reviews, and suggestions you might have. You can email us at Bring On Reviews at gmail.com for any questions and inquiries. You can also look at our website, which is www.bringonreviews.com for any movie reviews, trailers, even this podcast as well. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Dwight C. That's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. Again, that's D-W-I-G-H-T-A-N-T-C. And you can email me at dc at bringonreviews.com. And I'll catch your reviews next time.